Right about now, you're about to be possessed by the sounds of MC Raw Face and DJ Easy Rock. everybody it's your boy cousin oz the people's mailman back for another episode with cousin tony the architect everyone's guilty pleasure song it takes two by rob bass and dj easy rock now we all crack a smile and joke when this song comes on nowadays but back in the day man you couldn't tell me nothing i remember my first high school dance at reading central catholic in 1989 i was so shy back then and I remember sitting in the bleachers just watching, and then this song came on, and I finally got the courage to get up and dance. Moments later, I was surrounded by what seemed to me like the entire school. I blacked out. I busted out every move I've ever learned. Breakdancing, Michael Jackson, Bobby Brown, MC Hammer. I was a man possessed on the dance floor. All I heard was, go Oscar, go Oscar, go Oscar. <laughs> that was the day my alter ego, the Oz, was born. And the rest, as they say, is history. Now, the main reason we chose this song today is because sometimes all it takes is two. So no guests today. Just two cousins talking about the hobby we all know and love. So enough of the reminiscing. Hey, yo, Tone, take it away, cuz. <laughs> All right, all right, Cousin Tone. We are here with ourselves, brother. We are finally having a solo episode with the cousins. Cousin Tony, Cousin Oz, like I said, back together again for another solo episode. It's been a while, brother. How you been? Yeah, yeah I'm all right, bro. These, these are like, you know, you know, I know we've had great guests, but I always tell you, these are my favorite ones because we get to just like riff, get our thoughts out there and, you know, just... Yeah, it's it's definitely is it's been a hot minute, bro. I mean, you think about it, all all the stuff that's going on since our last show. You know, speaking of which, we had another show at the Fishtown Card Show, so we definitely had a, a definitely had another good show there. You know, we didn't we didn't do the episode where we did the you know the beginning and you know the show at the show, the beginning of the show, you know, none of that. Um, but definitely, you know, we 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 had the show. You know, Brett at Fishtown did a hell of a hell of a job there once again um you know we got to meet a, a lot of the people you know that we've been interviewing for the first time um we even met you know the Debbie 25LW yeah you know that's our girl Debbie we met her um so we had our one picture with Debbie and uh her dad actually took that picture i remember the dad was like you know get get close get close i want to get her husband jealous you know, <laughs> I, thought that, I thought that was pretty funny uh, we also met Craig, New York City Sports Cards. Yep. And didn't uh, Craig, he hooked us up, right? Yeah, yeah. It was cool, man. And thank you, Craig. He gave us each a, a Weston McKinney card, and one one rookie card, and one was a numbered card. And he's like, all right, now we have a vested interest, you know, together in the World Cup. 
yeah we're still figuring out that whole soccer thing but i you know i really appreciate that that was cool you know and that that's just the little things in the hobby that mean you know something little like that you know getting that card to me that's one of my prized possessions you know i mean once anybody goes out of the way to give me something you know even if it's the smallest thing those are the things that mean the most to me you know you can go out and you can buy a five thousand ten thousand twenty thousand dollar card but when somebody goes out of the way and gives you something, you know, out of the kindness of their heart, that's the stuff that means the most to me, bro. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It was like it was cool. He's like, "Hey, come here. I got I got something for you guys." I'm like, "Oh wow, man, thank you, appreciate it." So we, you know, we and then got, we, we swapped. Uh, we gave him a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah, we, we did the uh, you know cards for a T-shirt. So he was, uh, <laughs> took that you know one of our shirts back up to New York. Yeah, so. it was like after the game. You know what I mean? When they swatched, you know, switch switch jerseys out. You know what I mean? So that's pretty cool. Um, and then we got to see our boy Sam. He made me feel real small, you know, his six, six ass, you know, so we, we took the picture with him. I was like, man, you really are six, six, bro. This is crazy. <laughs> I was even up on my tippy toes trying to, like, you know, like not look that short. But, uh, yo, it was crazy because we had just interviewed Sam that Thursday. And then, you know, we had the the Fishtown show and he showed up on Sunday. So we were talking for a little bit and, um you know, he collected the 86 Fleer set, but he wanted to upgrade a couple of his cards. So he asked me if I had any and I just happened to have some. I, you know, sold him a couple of 86. I actually gave him one. Um, and the funny thing was when I first got to the show, my first sale of that day was my Bird Magic Irving, you know, the rookie card, the, the you know, perforated, the, the right. three card all in one. Um, it was raw. It was in a screw down. So nothing of crazy value, something I had gotten in the show, you know, a couple months back and I just been having it in my collection. So there was a young fella that came up first thing before anything started. And he was like, yeah, how, how much for this? And I was like, ah, gave him a good price. He took it off my hands. Sad to see it go, but it is what it is. That's, that's, you know, that's what the hobby is. Right. Then a little bit later, tell him what happened to him. Yeah. So <laughs> a little bit later in the show, Sam comes up to me with the same card and he's like, Hey, what do you think about this? And I just look at him and I look at the card and I made this funny face. And he looked at me like, what's that about? I said, I'll tell you what, I'm not going to tell you what I think about it, but go ask Oz what he thinks about that card. And then, you know, you let me know what he says. And he just like, again, looked at me a little puzzled. I'm like, look, I'm just going to leave it at that. You go ask him and see what he says. And then he goes over to you and so he comes over with the card and I just start rolling. I'm like, bro, did you buy that? Are you serious? He said, like, yeah, dude. You know, like, what's up? I was like, bro, that, that was my card. He's like, nah, I said, like, yeah, I sold it to a young. I said, did you buy it off the young kid? He's like, yeah. How much? And then he told me, well, how much did you sell it to him for? And, you know, we talked about that. And, you know, again, it wasn't much, but it was just funny how this was a card that he really loved. You know what I mean? He was so excited to have it. He was like, yo, check this card out. He came over to show us. But it was my card that I had just sold to the young fella a little, little bit earlier. So, you know, in a roundabout way, I hooked up Sam with a card that he wanted, not even knowing. So it was cool. You know, I got him the 86 Fleers that he wanted. Then I got him that, you know, the Julius Bird Magic card. So it was, it was you know, it was like icing on the cake, as they say, <laughs> you know, with the whole just interviewing him on Thursday and then hooking up with some cards on Sunday. And then actually after the show, you guys hooked up as well. Yeah, yeah. We actually then because he um I had my Dr. J rookie with me and um, I actually had my Wilt Chamberlain rookie with me as well. And, you know, he was talking about that and, you know, we couldn't really come to to an agreement on that one. But he's like, hey, what's up with the Dr. J? I'm like, I mean, dude, I'm I, I love the transaction, the deal, the talking more so than the actual 
trade going down. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you know, with, with fantasy sports, it's like, I, I'm just a trade yeah. talk junkie. Just let's just talk about it all the time. I don't care. But, um, yeah, we were able to come to, to, to a deal and, you know, he got one of his grill cards, which is that Dr. J rookie. And then, you know, I, I in exchange got a bunch of Clemente cards that I'm just slowly building that, that set up. And it was, it was nice. You know I mean? We both, nobody tried to get over on anybody. It was real, bro. It, it took us like five minutes to come up with a trade. And it was just one of those things where it's like, you know what? You want this card here, man. You want, you know, it was, it was like that. It wasn't like, Oh, let me look this up and look that. Nah, man. It was just like old school back at the cafeteria table. This is what I got. <laughs> What yeah. do you got? Let's, you know, let's make it happen. So, you know, it was, yeah. it was cool. Yeah. That's that old school hobby, you know, and that, and that's really what, you know, we'll get into a little bit later, but that's where I think the hobby's heading, bro. You know, there's still going to be big cars that are bought and sold and, you know, there, you're going to be doing, you know, some investments and stuff like that. But for the most part, I think we're going to get back to, you know, hobby roots, which, you know, which is, doing it because you love it and you know trading trading is going to be a major thing especially with you know quote unquote the 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 market being down so people don't really want to put money or lose money so they'll take a card that might have you know dropped like a thousand two thousand dollars five thousand dollars in value but then they'd rather trade that for another card that have, you know with the potential I mean, you know that that that's always the big word the potential to go back up but you know trading trading is huge in the hobby and a lot of people i i slowly see that transition um and and it's coming and it's coming and we'll, and we'll get in that into that a little bit later um you know but since our last show bro you know I, i'm talking about all the people that we've interviewed man it's it, it's been crazy again i remember when we first first you know talked to uh cousin john and we were like Oh man, you know, I can't believe the people we already, you know, interviewed. He said, "Bro, he's like, don't even sweat that." He's like, "You're just starting. You know, you're going to interview a, t you know, a whole bunch more of other people that you're going to be like, you know, your mind's going to be blown." And at that time, I was like, "Nah, man, we just mm -hmm. we did the cream of the crop already. I don't know where we're going to go from here." And you know, and it's like, you know, just our last interview right now with Abram Diaz, you know, that dude is crazy with the on the pool sticks, you know, Mr. Trickshot King. That was an awesome interview. You know, we had our boy, Dan, the great yeah. curator, you know, <laughs> Mr. Controversial himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You're talking about, um, you know, um, real quick with Abram, too. I mean, he just posted a shot today and I, I watched the shot. I watched it like 10 times. I'm <laughs> like, it's just I'm like, damn, how do he do that? And it's just like, it's crazy to, to see that, man. So man, I, that, shout out to cool. him, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's definitely that discipline. That that's unbelievable. And to think he didn't pick up anything until he was 21 years old, right. you know, it still blows my mind. You know what I mean? And then you know, just the fact he's like, "Listen, I just want to be the goat." And I was right. like, "Yo, that's the best mentality you can have. Like just being the goat in 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 everything that you do. You know what I mean? Whether like I always say, whether you're a mailman, lawyer, sales representative, you know, right. whatever, therapist, the whole nine. Just going out there every day and doing your best. And like I said, being a parent, that's that's the main thing, you know, making sure we, we're doing our best with our kids. And if you can be a GOAT parent, you know, you're good to go. Um, but, yeah, Abram Diaz, damn. By the way, real quick, yeah. let me just interrupt you real quick. So that um, that when you say about being a parent, all that stuff, you um, mm -hmm. so you, you cut, you know, peel the curtain back a little bit. You know, you cut you cut these these. Uh, intros and outros after we, we record our interviews mm -hmm. and um, 
I typically don't hear them until I, I edit them. And I say, I, you know, do your thing. You send it over to me. And with that one in particular, I remember we were running up against the deadline as I was getting close. We got to get this stuff out and get it done. Yeah. So I just I looked at the file and I cut it where, you know, the, the audio and, and I didn't listen to it. Uh-huh. And it was the first time I didn't listen to it. So then the episode comes out Monday and I'll do a listen through. I'm listening through the whole thing. And I got to the end and I'm like, wow. This guy's killing it, man. You know what I mean? When I didn't, you know, when you talked about being a goat parent or just uh-huh. you know a person, whatever, man. I was like, man, that that really hit home. So, kudos to you. I don't know where you stole it from, but um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, listen, bro. You know, it's funny because we have these interviews, like we say, we we talk to the people, and then I don't cut. We you know we we think about after it's all said and done, we got to get the music for this person, you know. So we got to get inspiration from the actual interview itself to try to get, you know, pick this person. Okay. What, what would be their nice theme song if they were walking up and, you know, they're walking into, let's just say an arena and we were all being introduced. What would they, you know, want to come walking up into? So we got to get that. And then from there, I always like to, you know, play off that song, whether it's a little bit of information from that song or the artist, you know, a little play on that. And then obviously the introduction, but the outro, it's almost like, to me, it's kind of funny. I liken it to, you know, He-Man, where you always have that at the end or the G.I. Joe where they talk right. about, you know, no one's have to battle. Well, like, you know, that's kind of like when I'm I'm wrapping it up at the end of the show and trying to put a, a positive spin on it and just a little, you know, like, you know, moral at the end to be like, yo, this is what it's about. And then with with Abram just talking about just wanting to be the goat, that kind of hit me. I was like, damn, bro, that that's deep. You know, and he goes, you know, this might sound crazy. This might be outlandish to some people. It might be a little bit arrogant. And I was like, nah, man, (laughs) no, that's what we should all strive to be. And like I said, no matter what you're doing, just do your best. And like I said, but the most important thing is, is, is if you have kids, you know, you know what I mean? Like you, you you cherish those kids with everything, bro. And and you just want to make sure you don't want to spoil them, even though you do, you know, you, you want them you know, like Roberto Clemente said, I want my kids, you know, to suffer a little bit. Right. Not so much that you want them to suffer, but they got to know, you know, that they can't have everything given to them and they got to be down to earth. Uh, but, you know, your job as a parent raising these kids and Tony, you've done a great job, you know, yes. and it's just, you know, something like I said, you know, if 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 anything, if you you could give two craps about your job or, you know, whatever it is, but, you know, you got some kids, make sure you're doing your best at that. Yeah, for sure. And kudos to you. You'll be walking down the aisle before I did. So you must have done something right. <laughs> right around the corner, brother. For sure, for sure. But yeah, I didn't want to th- you know, throw you off on the tangent there a little nah, bit. Nah, yeah, nah. Just, That's what the show is going to be all craziness, all tangents. You know what I mean? We're going to go a little bit. You know, we're going to try to keep it focused and positive <laughs> but you know what i mean there's gonna be some tangents and that's what it's all about just stories um you know and narratives <laughs> yeah yeah for sure no but get you know circling back to the guests you know like i say we had dan and um you know he was awesome and from there i mean geez you you have the list there so i mean you- yeah you know obviously we talked about we already spoke about sam and everything he came on board with and now like that's just one of the realest dudes in the hobby right there you know, I mean, you can't go wrong with Sam Evans, sports car collector. You know, then we had our girl, Sarah Rogers, a.k.a. Sarah Breaks <laughs> from the West Coast. You know, Sarah, you know, rookie of the year doing her thing. 
And then right before her, bro, was my man, Mike Hefner, president of Leland's, you know, yeah. auction house. Now, that's an unbelievable, like, to me, bro, that was like, I was like a kid in the candy store just waiting to hear all the goodies that he had coming on, you know, and, and the wrestling stuff, you know, that, bro, like, the like from, from the moment he started speaking to the end, it was, you could just see straight passion. Yeah, I was about to say, I was like, dude, I'm still hanging on every word he said, because you could tell that he really loves his stuff, and he knows yeah. his stuff, too. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like. And, you know, sometimes, you know, to, to me, you, you get to somebody that becomes a CEO or a president of a company, you know, and you, you just in your mind, you're thinking you, you don't know what to think, but you could be, you know, is this going to be stuck up? Is he going to be, you know, thinking he's better than everybody or, you know what I mean? Aloof and, and things like that. But this guy was down to earth. And like I said, it was just about, you know, I just I just want to talk about the hobby. Let's just have some fun and talk about the things that we collect, you know, and, you know, we're going to get into a little bit later. but like he really kind of shifted my focus. Like I still, you know, collect cars, but I'm like thinking about memorabilia a right. lot more than what I did before, you know, we spoke to Mike and Mike's thing, you know, he, he really loves the memorabilia, you know, the robes, you know, all kinds of, you know, right. stuff that we, we saw and he talked about it and it was like, wow, it just like, it opened my eyes to, you know, the hobby's not just about collecting cards. Yeah, and, and and he like I said, dude, I'm like hanging on every word and looking at you know his background and the stuff he's got back there. I'm like, man, you know, when somebody's crazy. talking about Babe Ruth uniforms and yeah. multiple freaking Honus Wagners and crazy bats, and it's just like it was just sick. But he was talking, I mean, like the amount of history that's passed through this man's hands in the hobby. You know, we 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 talk to a lot of people, but this dude in particular, just what he's handled and touched and felt. Like that's amazing to me, bro. And and that is and that is what draws me into this. Like I've told you time and time again, I don't care about charts. I don't want to look at trends and, and it gets boring. I'm not here to go to school, bro. <laughs> I'm here to listen, hear stories and stuff like that. So like him and everybody, man. Even um and shout out to uh, Mama Breaks. Oh yeah, just uh got a new. Uh, I think she just they just moved into a new home. Yes. So congratulations, Stephanie Garcia. Yes, yes, yes. So appreciate her coming on. Oh, uh, bro. But I mean, the creme de la creme, you know, not not knocking on, you know, anybody else. But like for me, talking to Mr. Danny Torres of the Talking 21 podcast, that dude, that changed our lives. And that that that's no joke. You know, what I mean, that's not I'm not being facetious in any way. It's it's serious. Like, you know, I, I, I do joke with Tony where I, I tell him, you know, B.C., an AD. It's a little thing I came up with. I like, you know, I like being a little creative with things like that. Obviously, BC means before Christ, you know, in Catholicism. And that's how we, you know, do time. And then AD, Año Domino, after, you know, Jesus. But I kind of broke it up BC with, you know, with the whole Danny Torres. I was like, dude, it's kind of like there's a timeline here. And then we got BC before Clemente and then AD after Danny, after Danny Torres. And I said, dude, I, I like this to me. It's like almost like there's a there's a line, a demarcation here. And I believe like once we met Danny, we really hit our stride and we we really fell into what we were doing and what we wanted to do, you know, with not only this podcast, but in the hobby. And, you know, Danny's a, a he's a special guy, man. And, and you know, we, we've become really good friends. We, we talk to each other all the time. And it was just, you know. 
born out of you collecting Clemente, being interested in Roberto, you know, our national hero, and then you going online, finding this podcast, we listen, I'm blown away, you're blown away, bro, why don't we just talk to this dude? And Danny's not a you know uh, an easy guy to get a hold of, number one, and he doesn't do a lot of interviews. We were very fortunate to be able to speak to him. And when he got on and he opened up and talked about Roberto, mm, like I said, that that BCAD, bro, all day. Like <laughs> yeah, that, that to me. It, it's it's been a ride, man. And and like I said, um, and like you said, he he's he's a tremendous person. And and if you guys haven't, you know, heard his show yet. Um, check it out. It's called Talking 21 Podcast. He's actually uh, recording new episodes that should be coming out soon. Um, and he just, like I said, it's it's changed. It's changed the way we think. It's changed the way we are. And like for me, I know that at first it was all right, Clemente. I'm like, but man, I'm I've dug in deep. Like I mean, and like I just finished the audio book today, which by the way I can't recommend. Like it, it's I can't recommend it enough. Like it's called in case anybody wants to. I'm not reading it because if I read it, I fall asleep. <laughs> Pop it in the cars. I'm working. We're good. But um, it's called Clemente: The Passion and Grace of Baseball's Last Hero by David Moranis. M A R A N I S S. Check it out. That. You know, it hits everything. It's it's, it's a love story. It's it's, it's a hero. It's sports. It's, it's everything, man. And it's it's an easy listen. <laughs> I say I am not gonna read it, but um, and dude, oh my God, with Danny, it, it's been like you said, we talk damn near every day now. Yeah, and yeah. and you know, we'll get into it because I I, I want to talk about some of the cars that I've been picking up as a result. But like I said, I can't say enough about that guy. Well, shoot, we just uh, spent a day with him. You know, if anybody is on the uh, Cousins Collectibles podcast, not podcast, but the Instagram, you know, we we have a picture of Tony and I holding a, an actual game used Clemente bat. You know, we were fortunate enough to to be able to hold that. Um, you know, we spent time with Danny and a good buddy of his, uh, Mr. Paul Kutch. And those two guys and, you know, his Paul's family, you know, it, it, it was just to me, bro, it was just like the perfect day. Danny, uh, my brother, Danny boy was there, you know, and so I had family, had my cousin, Tony, my brother, Danny, Danny Torres, Paul and his family. You know, I couldn't ask for a better day. And just the, the amount of not only, you know, the love that was in the air, but just like the wisdom from those guys and, and being able to spend time with them. Was it, it was definitely you know a day I'm not gonna re, you know forget anytime soon. Yeah, I agree. And it's like I don't know if we don't do this show or or for whatever or you don't talk to me about cards way back when we probably never meet those people. Yeah. And now they're like I said, I'll never forget. You know, we just had an awesome day talking stories and we had dinner. It was just it was beautiful and you know again it goes back to cards. If not the yeah. cards, we that doesn't happen. You know, and you always talk about like the six degrees of separation, whether that's about the cards or the people that, you know, we've talked to. And then, you know, interviewing that guy, yo, you should talk to this person. And, then you know, from there, just it's like a, it, it's just unbelievable how the hobby, like you always say, it's so big, yet it's so small at the same time. And <laughs> again, you know, thinking about opening up that blue box that had all my junk wax or my, you know, my treasure wax or my nostalgia wax. Um, 
and thinking that I was, you know, rich when I opened those, you know, going through those old Jordan cards and Barkley cards. And then just the, the, the magical, you know, journey that from that point to now, you know, being, dude, just again, I got to pinch myself. We got a podcast, bro. Like, you know what I mean? We're, we're nothing, you know, we're not big. We're not, you know what I mean? But the fact that we're able to just sit here and talk about something that, you know, we, we love doing. And it's just like, and, and the amount of people, like I said, that we've gotten in contact with and, you know, the community out there, the hobby community, they, they've, you know, taken us in with, with open arms. I, I just, it, again, mind blowing the, the, the stuff that that's going on. And it's like, I try to explain it to my wife, you know, not, not to another jab at her, but it's like, she doesn't understand, like, she's like when are you gonna start making money off this you know what i mean <laughs> yeah right, that's right, her first right. day i'm like yeah. i'm not here to make you know i'm not making any money off of this you know you can't you know quantify what 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 it means to me you know there's no amount amount of money out there what you know these past couple months what it what it's meant to me you know because it honestly bro there was like a void there was a void that i've had a long time in my life where i'm like man is this it you know, yeah. damn near 50 years old. You know, I, I go to work, you know, I'm a mailman, you know, that's a little satisfying. You know, I got my kids, got my wife, but there was always something like, is that, there's gotta be something else. You know what I mean? Like I always felt like I was missing on something and it's like, I don't know if this is it tone, mm -hmm. but this definitely fills a void, you know, that I haven't felt in a long time. So it's kind of like, it's a godsend. You know what I mean? To me, this has been a godsend and, and it's helped me. And I know the hobby for a lot of people and for you as well. That's what it is, man. It, it's just, it fills a void in your life and just being able to be in this hobby and, and to collect these cards and whether, whether it's memorabilia, whether, you know, the, the cards or toys, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. But just be having, you know, something that you can call your own, you know, and it just, it really, it, it helps you out as a person. Yeah. And, and I know like you're a super creative person. So I think that's, that's the outlet that you, this is now the outlet where you get to use that creativity. Cause like if you're collecting cards, it's cool and all, but you know, you're chasing, you're chasing, you're chasing, you're chasing. And that wears you down. I mean, yeah. cause it wears you down, wears down your, your account and all that stuff. Yeah, so here is like, you know, you get to use, you know, whatever, man, get, use a different side of, of your brain or just, you know, that creativity fact that you said, you like, dude, I read the mail, I put it in the box, read the mail, put it in the box, you know, yeah. over and over and over. Yeah. And we all probably fall into the same rut. I mean, like I do the same thing every day. So this is just something different where now I can just talk and, and you know, just get thoughts out there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah, I mean, uh, thank you for, I don't consider myself a creative person, you know, like I sang back in the day, but other than that, you know, <laughs> you know, was, like my brothers are, you know, when I, when I think of creativity, both of them are artistic. I don't know if you ever knew, but my brother Danny boy and my brother Fred, dude, they can draw their asses off, bro. Yeah. Like artistic type shit. I'm, excuse me, but it's like, it's unbelievable. <laughs> the stuff that I've seen them, you know, when I was younger and I'd be like, oh. yeah, I used to collect He-Man when I was a little kid. So my brother knew that my oldest brother, Fred. And I, you know, we used to live in the city and I used to live on the third, well, sleep in the third floor. And my mom would barely come upstairs. This is when I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. pulling on a teenager. So my brother's like, yo, what do you, what do you want on the wall? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I want to, I want to draw you something on the wall. Like one of your he-men. I was like, Skeletor. He's like, all right, bet. So dude, 
he took my wall, you know, peeled it down, took all the wallpaper off. Yo, he made this mural of Skeletor big as crap, you know, <laughs> on my wall. Yo, when my mom seen that when she finally came upstairs, you know what I mean? My mom was, you know, super Catholic, you know. That's what I'm saying. I was about to say, I said, knowing how very religious yeah, your mom is. this big ass funny. yellow skeleton with a blue hat, you know what I mean? She had no idea what this was. She starts blessing herself, you know, doing the sign of the cross and like, what, what's going on? I need an exorcism up in here. You know, like, what's what, you know, you worshiping the devil now? And I was like, relax, you know, Fred did that. Where'd <laughs> yeah, you yeah, at? Exactly. Where'd you at? <laughs> exactly. It wasn't me. <laughs> But yeah, just to see them too. So, you know, speaking of creativity, but yeah, this is is definitely, like I said, it, it just goes back to music. Music is in me, bro. It always has been. I've always danced. I've always sang. And so it's kind of like, you know, picking music for these people, for our guests. You know what I mean? Like to me, that's like my favorite part, just trying to figure something out. And then from there, that music inspires me. So it, it's definitely, it's been you know, something, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get off that topic. I don't want to bore anybody. Um, but yeah, like I said, going back to Danny, hell of a guy. And uh, <laughs> we got some other stuff planned that we'll get into later on down the line. Um, but let's talk about, you know, where I believe everything I'm hearing, it's like everything's getting back to collecting what you love, collecting what you like. You know, we're getting away from the investment and trying to become a millionaire overnight with these cards and, you know, everybody, including all the, you know, quote unquote influencers are talking about, you know, getting back to the roots of the hobby, collecting what you love, collecting what you like, doing it, you know, smart, um, you know, putting your money in things that not only can be investments, but at the end of the day, if they're not worth anything, you're still happy with what you have. Right. So that that's, you know, you've been picking up some stuff. I've been picking up some stuff. So what, what have you been collecting? Yeah, for me, I actually, you know, I used to always tell you, ah, I don't really like those shiny new cards and stuff like that. And <laughs> I still true. don't. But what I did as as just to get a cheap, a cheap fix on my Clemente, you know, stuff. And I'm actually been putting together the there's a 1998 tops like finest set. Mm -hmm. And I'll flash one up here for you guys when you see it on YouTube. Okay. So um, they're reprints of his playing day cards. And you have your chrome and you have your refractors and, you know, it runs the gamut from, you know, 55 to 72, 73. I think they even might have one. But um, so, yeah, I'm putting these together. And like I said, you guys will be able to see this on YouTube. I'm just flashing some up at the at the camera here. And it's been fun, man. Cheap. You know, they're picking these up 10, 20 bucks, something like that. But it's yeah. like. When they come in, I'm like, ooh, okay. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. The itch. Mail day, bro. You've been having all these mail days, and I've been like kind of a little yeah. jealous. Yeah, for you know, sure. And I haven't it. posted them yet, but I, I yeah. definitely will after this this um airs because I'm kind of running into a bit of a roadblock now where um I've been picking them up. Some of them I have even duplicates of just because I kind of want to there's there's some things I want to do with them. Some I want to display, some I want to put away. But um, you know, so I'm trying to just pick them up and maybe if other people have some and maybe trade some for, or, you know, a better centered one or things like that, or just worst case scenario, guess what? I get to keep it. Doesn't yeah. bother me. Yeah. All. Yeah. 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 I mean, doesn't bother me at all, but um, it, it, just circling back to what you said about as far as, you know, people starting to talk about collect with you, collect with you, what you like. It's like, I mean, I'm not going to toot our own horn, bro, but we've been talking about this for a while. <laughs> I mean, from the gate, we, we, we talked about, like you said, if the cards go to zero, I'm still going to like this stuff. 
Yeah. And and to hear, you know, a lot of content out there changing that way, it's good. I don't I'm not going to hate and say, oh, these dudes are kind of, you know, like, who are we? Yeah. But just we, nice didn't, to hear. we didn't invent that. Right. Right. We, we have been preaching that. it. Right. But it's it's nice to hear that sentiment out there. And it's true. I mean, it's like you like if you're looking at these cars and you're looking at them in disgust, something's wrong, man. <laughs> something serious. And, and, and I know there's people out there that have invested in some some cards, especially these modern cards, or you know, you gambled on a prospect and you know, maybe a Zion Williamson who still he might have, you know, an opportunity to do something next year. But like as of right now. You're looking at those cars like, what the hell was I thinking? You know, and right. again, it's all a gamble when it comes to that type of stuff. And, and you know, whether we're co collecting Clemente cars or we're collecting, you know, I've been getting into some memorabilia myself. So I got a couple of things that I wanted to flash. Now, I did take a picture of this. Now, this is my uh, <laughs> I'm a big Friday the 13th fan. Now, I apologize for the explicit explicit lyrics on the uh <laughs> f freddie he's my biatch <laughs> but this is a you know a, a jason uh hockey mask which ari layman who was the first jason to play jason you know what i mean so he uh definitely a significant figure in the friday the 13th which so he signed it and then he personalized it so when i seen that it kind of called me I'm a, I'm a huge horror fan um to the dismay of my mother and my, you know, she uh, definitely would, uh, like I said, she'd be giving me the sign yeah. of the cross right now. You keep disappointing uh, her with all your. Uh, you know. Yeah, I definitely I can't show her that one. I can't <laughs> show her that one. Uh, now, I'm a huge Stranger Things fan. So anybody knows, you know, Stranger Things is on right now. And me and my daughter, that's that's how we connect. You know, even yeah, but even my wife watches Stranger Things. So it's kind of like it's a family thing. And my other daughter, my older daughter. So we're all into that, um, you know, so I pick up little things now and then, you know, we went shopping the other day when we met up with Danny and we were, uh, you know, so this is a, a will, a chase limited edition will on, you know, the upside down. So things like that. So, like I said, I, I'm getting into some memorabilia. Another thing that I picked up, uh, Mike Tyson, Funko Pop signed. Nice. So, you know, just little things. Again, these things aren't crazy expensive i'm not gonna you know become a millionaire off that stuff but all these mm -hmm. things the the jason mask i actually got the knife as well which is you know that's kind of creepy but whatever i'll <laughs> leave it at that but i had to get you know it was it was, yeah, like, yeah. You know, it was like why not but um you know the stranger things um which again that show takes me back to the 80s you know it, it has that little little bit of a horror aspect but not like crazy um, but the whole eighties vibe that, that just takes me back to, you know, when I was a kid, then of course we always spoke about Mike Tyson being, you right. know, one of you know, my favorite boxer and yours as well. Um, but you know, little things like that, guys, it's like, it doesn't have to be, you know, you don't have to put yourself in a box. It's like, you know, if I were to switch my stuff over to the left here, I got a ton of toys that I collect, you know, so I'm, I'm like, again, I talked about getting the stuff. I always say that I'm getting it for my daughter, but I'm getting it for myself as well. You know, I'm kind of like double dipping because to me again, like, dude, I had all the He-Man. I had all the Thundercats. I had all the GI Joe. I had all the Transformers and my mom threw them away <laughs> when I went off to college. So when I got back, but then again, by that time I was like, okay, they were toys, you know? But right. now I'm looking at it like, damn, 
Yeah. You know, those were like, I had everything, you know, and it's like, wow, man, I really, I really regret not having, you know, those collections. So, but just tapping into that, that nostalgia. And that's what it really goes back to getting into things that, that are, that means something to you. You know, the Clementes mean a ton to you, you know, just getting those cars. One, not, one it's like, you don't have to spend, you know, 2000, 3000, 5000, 6000 trying to get that, you know, that rookie card, that perfect card, you know, you're still on the hunt for that grail, but in the meantime, you can still get your Clemente fix. You know, you're getting your mail days and your, your, your pockets, your wallet, you know what I mean? It, it's, right. it's not taking a killing, you know, cause we are prepping again for that, for the national run. Again, we don't know what the national holds. We may not come out of there with nothing. I'm sure we'll get something, but you know, the whole experience with the national it's, it's going there and experiencing it, you know, the, the, basically the Super Bowl, the hobby, and then hopefully we can, you know, find some stuff. Uh, but at the end of the day, you know, just saving up, waiting for that. But in between, in the meantime, you know, we're doing little pickups here and there to scratch that itch. Yeah. And it's funny because I'm like, I think I'm like, oh, for three in my last shows, uh, as far as buying something is like, I've said it a ton, ton of times. If it's not what I want at the price I want, with the way it looks, you know, just, I just keep it moving. So it's nice just to kind of have these little guys to, to yeah. scratch that itch. But I'm like, I, I'm pretty sure I should be able to find something at national. If I don't, then something's definitely wrong with me. I'm going to have to, you know, <laughs> look in the mirror. Cause I'm like, all right, dude, yeah, like, yeah, you gotta, yeah. you know what I mean? Now you can become a, a Clemente snob. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's like, geez. So I'm like, I, I I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, I feel pretty confident I'm going to be able to pick up at least something. It might not be the rookie card that I'm looking for, but I should be able to pick up something. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, and yeah. you know, I'm definitely going to take some items. Uh, you know, we just found out my man, uh, Dr. J is going to be there. Allen Iverson, you know what I mean? And, and a ton of other, you know, basketball players that I, you know, know, know and love that I grew up with, but definitely those two, I'm going to get some stuff signed by them, you know? So that's going to be like number one, do that i got a couple of things that i wanted to try to get graded you know on site so i'm getting there early try to get those and they're they're more so for me not to flip mm-hmm. and um you know get that done and then after that once that's all said and done then it's you know look around and see because again i'm i'm keeping an open mind i have right now i'm like i'm dipping into all kinds of markets i'm just i'm really going with the whatever moves me at that moment in time, gotcha. you know, we, we've been places I and, mean, you know, into this past show and, you know, we've, we've gone shopping to, you know, a couple hobby shops and things like that. And I'm just picking up little things here and there. I could pick up a dollar, you know, star Wars card, you know, a Darth Vader card. I picked that up, you know, and then I went with my brother to the other, you know, antique show, I picked up some, you know, He-Man toys and then, you know, going, you know, so it's like whatever at that moment in time. And, and again, guys, just do what makes you feel good, man. Because at the end of the day, these are the things that when you come home and you look at your collection, you want to be happy with what you got. You know, and, and again, the great curator, you know, he's controversial, but what he said is right. You know, we all want to be able to show off our collection. You know, when we were younger, you always, you know, were waiting for your boys to come over. If you got that new, you know, He-Man or that new Transformer or, or new video game for Nintendo, 
you know, you're just dying for your cousin or your best friend to come over so you can show it off. You know what I mean? Not throw it in their face, but be like, yo, check this out. You know what I mean? Right. And they would be as excited as you are. And that's what we're doing on Instagram. And a lot of that gets lost. You know, sometimes people look at it, you know, oh, this dude, he's pumping and dumping or, you know, he, he's taking advantage or, you know, I don't trust that guy. And again, it is what it is. You're going to have your opinion and we're not sticking up for anybody, but we're not down in anybody either. But what what he said in that aspect was, you know, what I mean, there's nothing wrong with pumping what you have. You know, what I mean, if you're if you're proud of it, you know, I got a ton of crap back here that might not mean anything to anybody. You know, and you have your your Mike Tyson and your Nintendo and some right. people will look at that and be like, who cares? Right. You, you know, <laughs> like I can go upstairs and I could bring my wife down here. And she would look at all this stuff and she'd be like, you know what? If it was up to me, that'd all be in the trash right now. <laughs> and that's serious. You know what I mean? Because it means nothing to her. But to me, it means everything. So it's all in the eye of the beholder, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird because, like, that's the thing, too. Like, you know, I said I was going to post these cards. And sometimes I feel some type of way about posting it because it's like, yo, like, is Tony trying to be, you know, show? Like, like no, I just I want to share this with people. And I want to, like, hopefully somebody gets excited and be like, oh, maybe I'll collect that too. And then maybe we can talk about it or whatever. So it, it's like, it's a tough, it's, it's a tough spot to be in when, when you, I guess it's just, I guess, once you start reaching a certain level, I, I don't know, or, or, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are people that maybe go about it the wrong way or whatever, but for the most part, everybody's showing their stuff just to, to just be like, yo, look, look what I have. And, and we're this, we're, we're in a community. We should be able to show our stuff without, Anybody be like, ah, dude, what the heck? Like, you know what I mean? If you don't like the card, it's, it's fine, but it's still it's still a card and we're still collecting. It's like, hey, man, nice, good job, whatever, you know, keep keep going from there. But it's just, I don't know. It's a very fine line. It's a fine line, but at the end of the day, like you said, we're all here in the hobby as a community. And if we're not allowed to show what we have and be proud of what we have, again, again, like you said, fine line between mm -hmm quote unquote pump and dumping or you know being proud of your collection um but i really want the hobby to get to that that point where you know just again it doesn't matter if you have a clemente card you know that is basically a reprint that's not worth as much as the original but it still brings you as much joy as as you know if you were to you know get that rookie card you know, obviously the rookie card, once you get that, that's one of your grails. And that's that's a whole different type of, you know, like, wow, love, you know what I mean? But still, those other cards, they bring you joy, you know, and, and I and I really today, my daughter, you know, she she called me up. She's like, hey, dad, what time are you getting home? And I was like, ah, I should be home like around seven. She's like, I got something to show you. And I was like, oh, yeah. She's like, yeah, I was at my mom's house. So she was with my mom and they went shopping. And I was like, hmm. Okay. When I get home, let me, bro, I walked through the door. She came running down the stairs. She's like, you ready? And I was like, for what? She's like, let me show you. Let me show you. So she gets her little bag and it's a little mini Funko pop of 11 from stranger things, you know? And yo, and it was like, she had like a million dollars in her hands. You know what I mean? Like showing me this little Funko pop and bro, it just made me smile feel good. You know, like warm on the inside. I gave her a big hug and That's she's awesome. just, it's just like seeing that in her eyes and how excited she was that's what it's all about, bro. And yeah. that's what we got to realize what the hobby does for us. It takes us back to when we were a kid and we get get excited over a, mm -hmm. a mini Funko Pop, you know, <laughs> of 11. 
Yeah, for sure. That's dope. And by the way, so if, if these 1998 uh, reprints of Clemente start hitting the moon, I'm, I'm taking responsibility for it. All right. Today, <laughs> today's the day where, you know, I, I, Tony starts pumping these. There you these go. Bombs. There you go. <laughs> but, uh, and if no, my, uh, yeah, that, that's, my that's, Jason that's, mask goes to the moon, you know, it all happened because yeah. of, because of cousin I. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. No, but it, it's just, like I said, and, and I'm, it's just take pride in what you have and, 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 like I said, that's why I was like, ah, man, I'm feeling some type of way about putting this out there. But nah, you know what? I like it. I love it. I'm going to share it. Now, if anybody has a pair of a, not a, I shouldn't say a pair, a glove with some little nice little knives at the end. Uh, Robert England signed Freddy Krueger gloves with the hat and the sweater. Let me know. I'm interested. Can't have Jason without Freddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised you haven't. Uh, you haven't. I've been looking. I've been okay. looking. Nice, I nice. hope everybody out there. I'm not a freak. I'm not crazy. I'm not a serial killer. I just like, you know, like, I, like, I, like I put in my. I don't know if I, you know, obviously not everybody read it, but on my post on, you know, cousin Oz, it's. Uh, I was born, <laughs> November. <clears throat> excuse me, November first, so the day after Halloween. So this is a true story. My mom, literally, was supposed to have me on, you know, Halloween. But her being so, you know, Catholic and, you know, she did not want me being born, you know, <laughs> a, a devil baby on Halloween. No, 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 no. She had to wait. She literally held me in till November 1st, which is All Saints Day, you know, in, in the Catholic community. So, you know, I went from being the devil from one day to, you know, St. Oscar the next. But I kind of think I got more of the, the Halloween yeah. aspect of it than, you know, the All Saints. That's, I'm just going to yeah. leave it at that. Yeah, I was about to say, I think just somebody just fudged the, uh, the birth <laughs> certificate, but you know, we're not going to dig that. And we're not going to dig too deep into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, you know, there, there's been a big thing going on, you know, in the hobby, bro. You know, everybody's been talking about it and and, and it's it's been a steady decline, a, a steady dip in the market, bro. Mm-hmm. And And people are either cool with it. Or there's a lot of people out there that are getting real nervous and skittish and, you know, whether they want to continue or don't, they don't know what to do, you know? So what are your thoughts on the, on the market dip? Yeah. For me, I think obviously, you know, you had a a phenomenon happen. Yeah. Yeah. Something happened that, that just everybody's home and and all of a sudden things 180 (laughs) to say the least. Right. Um, So that tells me that like the, these cards were never really meant to be that, you know, that high. And, and that, I mean, it'd be nice. And it was nice, I guess, for some. I'm, I'm actually, before I even get even too far into that, I'm glad I didn't get into the hobby during that time because I would be <laughs> sick. Because I know, like I said, I know when I do something, it's a thousand percent in. Yeah. And I would have just been buying stuff and buying stuff. And, you know, so it is what it is but um i don't like i said i don't think those cards were meant to be that high and and but the thing was with the all right so it's dipping but the dip might be and i haven't really researched it too much but the dip now might be a higher floor than what it was before mm-hmm. i mean say the car was 500 before and now the floor is 750 yeah okay yeah so but it's still higher than what it was before the big spike right right <laughs> but you know and, and to me now i'm like man, to, it's cool. I'm I'm like looking. I'm like, okay, now maybe I can get that card. Maybe I can get that one now too. So to me, I see it as an opportunity. And I know, you know, given the current economic climate, things are a little different. You know, choices got to be made. Yeah. So, but which is another thing that is like that's why I don't I don't live and die by these cards. 
you know, dudes that are making a living on these cards, they're probably kind of nervous right now. Yeah, that that's tough. That's tough. Yeah, you know, I don't envy them. You know, right now, if you got a card shop, you know, and, but still, you know, people that have had these card shops, if if you've gotten it into it, say the last two years, you know, you're you're probably really worried. But the people that have had card shops forever, they've seen the ups and downs. They they know the card market goes up and it goes down. You know, and the, now what we experienced, you know, last year and the year before that, that's that's a different story. But still, they're used to, you know, going through these tough times. You know, so like. You said anybody that's basically in the last two years has made the hobby, you know, their their what their bread and butter and what they make money. So it, it it gets to a point where things are getting a little, you know, it's getting scary, you know. But like the economy in general, you know, not mm-hmm. not just the the hobby, you know, that's it's tough, it's rough, you know. And this hobby is supposed to be an escape from that reality. And then when, you know, you're coming in here and then the hobbies more so you're feeling more pressure in the hobby from, I you know, from things that you've either, you know, you, you've done or, you know, cards that you've bought or investments that you've made and you've gotten in over your head. And now it just it, it takes away the fun and everything that the hobby is supposed to be. And that's where I think a lot of the negativity and and people just flat out just just leaving the hobby. You know, it's happened over the past couple of months which is sad um, because like, like you said, it was a perfect storm where everything just hit just right. And then people, you know, it's like, it was like a gold rush, you know, when, when people, you know, heard about going, you know, out West to try to get some gold and everybody just went and, you know, everybody became a miner and they're trying to get that gold. And there was only a couple people that hit, you know, it's, it's that lottery mentality. And people came in thinking, wow, this is, you know, this is better than investing in, you know, 401k or you know doing stocks and for, you know in some instances it is in some instances it's not but if you're coming in with that get rich quick scheme overnight mentality you know that that's yeah. not what this is that yeah that's probably all but gone but it's still like dude there's still people there's still people buying in the breaks there's still people selling cards online so it's not like the sky's completely falling mm-hmm. just you know dipping down a little bit but Again, if 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 this is just something that you enjoy on the side, I I don't notice it too much. I mean, like I don't. These are I buy these little cards here just to, like I said, we scratch that itch. Yeah. But um, for those that are in a different situation, maybe it's a little tough. But there's still people buying and selling. It's not like yeah. it stopped. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. And I know one thing. You know, there's grails that. I only dreamed of, you know, last year and the year before, like, I, man, I would never be able to get that card that now I'm looking like, damn, I can get that card if I want it right now, you know? Mm-hmm. So now I got choices to make, you know, may, maybe I'll wait a little bit longer. You know what I mean? Like when, when's it, when's it going to stop? You know what I mean? But it really, to me, it doesn't matter how high it goes, how low it goes. You know what I mean? It's like just the fact that, you know, you, you have access or, or the ability to get these cards right now. It's kind of like, again, that catch 22, you, you want to get stuff that's going to appreciate in value over the long run. And, you know, we, we all got away from that in the hobby because of the explosion. And everybody thought that, you know, you could buy a card one day and then the next day you could sell it for profit. And it was just like mm-hmm. clockwork cars were just, and it didn't matter who it was, you know, it wasn't like, yeah, you know, yeah. 
you know, those modern cars, like everybody, you know, like I always talk about Obi Toppin, you know, Bo Bo, you know, our favorite, yeah. you know, Mike Jaminski. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. But, you know, just, just, it's, it's total, you know, it's night and day from, from that time. So everybody got to realize that. Um, and you just gonna, you know, you got decisions that you got to make right now. You know, everybody got, got to look at, you know, why they're in the hobby, you know, and why you got into it. And if you got into it to, you know, if you thought you were gonna, you found the perfect way to get rich, you just realize, okay, that's not going to happen. So now you can decide, you know, well, now that I'm here, let me make the most of it. And let me actually make this a hobby of mine because I really like doing this. Or you could be like, yeah, I'm on to the next, you know, there's a lot of people that are just looking for, you know, especially when you're younger, you know, when you don't really know where your life is heading and what you're doing, you're always kind of like looking for that. You know, when I was 21, 20, you know, 26, 30 years old, and I was like always trying to look for that next big thing to, to get in early and, you know, hopefully, you know, hit your stride off of that. And that, that happens every once in a while, but for the most part, you got to work and, you know, save your money, <laughs> you know, and, and every once in a while you might get lucky, <laughs> you know, but then for those people that are just in it right now that have been, you know, lifelong hobbyists, you know, now's a perfect time, you know, cause again, it just keeps going with, with, with these collections. It's not just like, okay, I got this car. Once I get this card, it's over. I'm done. No, there's always a next one. There's always a next grail to chase. There's always a next thing. And if you know, you're done with cars. Well, shoot, let me build up my toy collection. Let me build up my memorabilia collection. I was thinking about collecting coins, you know, whatever it is, right. there's always something that you can collect. We have that collecting gene in a lot of us that we just want to collect something. Spinning off of that, we touched on it a little bit for nationals. Do you think like for me, I'm, I'm actually going to, I'm being a good little boy. I'm going to have my map. <laughs> my, my show map i'm gonna have my targets i'm gonna have all my comps written down because i have no idea what the reception is going to be like in there um i'm you know yeah. hearing it's going to be a complete zoo so <laughs> um so that's gonna you know hone i'm gonna be honed in on this is you know what these cars typically go for stuff like that and i'm, I'm wondering if we're gonna see those price tips or are guys gonna try and do one last dash before you know? yeah what what i'm thinking again i i'm you know, we're not setting up there and we really don't know, you know, any dealer. I mean, we know, you know, Rob is setting up and I think he's going to be there like one day set up there. Um, but I think this is like the one last hurrah for a lot of people from, you know, the last two years. They're going to try to build off of that and prices are going to be, you know, higher than what the comps are going for that you would see on eBay or card ladder or things like that. I think things, things are going to be priced higher. They know. Once you walk in and you get in the environment, people are going to be like, just, you know, while it's open, <laughs> you know, money's going to be flowing and trades are going to be happening and you just get in that environment and, you know, it, it just happens. Um, so, like I said, prices are going to be higher. They're looking for that last hurrah. But my plan is go in, get the experience, get a couple autographs. You know, if I see anything that's like a can't, you know, like you can't miss, you know what I mean? Like, I got to get that because the price is like crazy. Like it just, it makes sense. Not, you know, it would make sense not to get it. Like, you know, you got to get that kind of stuff. But for the most part, just wait, you know, wait until Saturday, wait until Sunday, especially, 
you know, a lot of those people, you're going to get some deals. I think by, by Sunday, they're realizing, okay, I still got a ton of this, this merchandise that I wanted to get rid of. And if you play your cards, right, you could probably get a ton of good deals. People that are just, you know, right. I, I just got to get rid of this stuff now. That's my, uh, that's my conundrum. I'm like, do I hang around late Sunday and try and get some deals and beat that beach traffic <laughs> or, you know, so we'll see. We'll see. I, I will say I'm, I'm interested to see how you make out with the, uh, with the autograph lines. Cause I saw a mm. couple videos and those things are monsters. You might have to chip in for that, for that fast pass. Or yeah. I've seen that. There's oh yeah. You know how there's always something, another, you know, yeah. buy this and, but it probably would make sense to do it. You know, you spend a little bit more, but you get it, get in, get out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't see, I, I, I wouldn't want to be standing in two hours in a line to get an autograph while the biggest card show of the year is going on. Like I, yeah. I would get, you know, itchy <laughs> I hate, I hate. but it's like going in like disneyland and you know that mm -hmm. one ride i mean i've i i've waited in line for like four hours for a damn ride so it's just it's not nothing that i i wouldn't do i don't mm -hmm. recommend it um but you know maybe my my cheapskate self would be like eh, i'd rather save that 90 dollars or whatever it is that yeah, fast right. pass price Right, right, yeah. Well, I'll say, well, listen, I'll come back in four hours. <laughs> you know, you'll be like moving three people up. Like, oh. uh, <laughs> Anything else, brother? Nah, man. I think that's it. You know, just like again, just getting back to the 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 hobby has changed, people. You know, but I think it's changed for the better. You know, people are getting smarter, and 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 honestly, you know, there there's always a, an effect with the economy and the way things are going, but. Again, we had a, a you know a, a pandemic going on, and people weren't even working, and the, the hobby blew up. You know, so it's kind of like, you know, yeah. you never know how it's going to happen. But I think like the hobby is its own world, its own, you know, universe, and you know, you you come into it, and I just think people have gotten a lot smarter and realized over the time, you know, what, what people are trying to push, you know, what, who, who are the pump and dumpers out there? What, what are they really pumping? Is that card going to be worth something? Do I really need to get, you know, seven quarterbacks before the season and, you know, and try to, you know, play the game and, and whatever, you know, again, guys, there's only going to be one guy that wins that Super Bowl, you know? So instead of trying to collect seven, eight quarterbacks that you don't love, or, you know, you could care less about them. Because you, you know, you, I like the Eagles. You know, if I'm going to invest in a quarterback, I can get a cheap Jalen Hurts and then hope he does well. I doubt it. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to go out there and get a national treasures and spend, you know, 6K on a, on a Jalen Hurts and then, you know, go every week on Sunday hoping and praying and, and going through that roller coaster ride. And then we go 0 3 to start the, the season and that $6,000 car, card drops down to, you know, 1500 and now i'm like hey. Dude, be, being a fan is, is is stressful enough let yeah. alone adding you know a, a dollar amount to it for, yeah so i'm yeah. not i'm not playing that game no more bro and i think a lot of people have realized that and they're just you know if if you like you know josh allen you're a buffalo bills fan okay do it you know makes sense that's your guy and they have a good chance of winning the super bowl if they put it together you know but to just go out there and be like, oh, I heard Justin Herbert's going to have another breakout season. You know, this is his year. I just feel it. Justin Herbert to the moon. <laughs> you know, and you could get two craps about Justin Herbert. You don't watch, you know, 
<laughs> the Chargers at all. It's like, not nah. I, like I said, I think people are getting, you know, wise to the game. And again, there, there's going to be times where people just get the wool pulling over the eyes and that's just it. They get, they get this fever pitch that's football season. And, and instead of, you know, investing in, you know, say one of the top receivers or the top running backs or whoever, or just going vintage to be on the safe side, they're going to want to play that game. And like you were talking about, you know, that lottery that, you know, the, the bells and whistles, you know, how did you put it? Like you put that quarter in, in the slot and you want to, you know, pull the, pull the, 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 the thing down and have everything go crazy. Well, that's, that doesn't happen much. And right. Right. And that, and that's what a lot of people they're, they're gambling. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're trying to scratch that gambling itch. And like you said, gambling is a multi-billion dollar, you know, corporation that people, you know, since that's been legalized, it's, it's just, it's insane what you, you know, you can do. And a lot of people are taking that mentality and, and moving it to cards instead of, instead of doing it for the love of, of the card, they're, they're doing it for the love of the gambling and they're mixing the two. And then yeah. it's, and hey, but that's, that's something that's never going to go away. There's a reason why, you know, in the middle of the desert, there's huge flash, shiny, you know, cool buildings. Cause that's yeah. never going to go away. And it's probably never going to go away in the hobby. So we just got to, you know, like I said, yeah. stick to no. a plan and just, yeah. And there's nothing, again, there's nothing wrong, no wrong way to collect. You can collect however you want. It's just you got to be careful. You got to be careful. And, you know, for the people that have been, you know, that are really in it because they, they love, you know, the, the hobby and what it does for them. Again, just collect what you love, collect what you like, collect what makes you happy. Don't be putting into a box, you know, just again, just just have fun. It all comes back to having fun and being yourself. If somebody if you were to invite Cousin Oz or, or Cousin Tony to your crib, now, I would want to walk in. You'd be like, here, let me show you my collection. When I would look at your collection, I would hope to see you in that collection. Not a bunch of cars that you could give two craps about. You know, a bunch of, uh, you know, Zions and a bunch of Lucas and a bunch of, you know, Jokic's and a, a bunch of, you know, whoever the hot, you know, insert hot person. Be like, oh, man, look at all these cars that I have. And I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay. You're an investor. You're a flipper. I see you. You know, I want to come in and I want to see, oh, snap, you like Disney? Oh, snap. I didn't know you like, you know, Stranger Things. I didn't know you were into that. Oh, who? that's your favorite player? Oh, wow. You know, when somebody comes in and they see your collection, that's what it should be about. And again, don't be afraid to show that off. We hope you enjoyed today's episode, so before we wrap it up, there's a couple things we wanted you to know. What we collect is an extension of ourselves, so if God forbid something would happen to you today, what type of collection would you want to leave behind? How do you want to be remembered? Like Cousin Tony said, if you look at your collection and you feel sick or don't feel good about it, something is seriously wrong. Let your heart and passion take the lead and I guarantee you, you'll be filled with satisfaction and happiness. Now, I want to take some time to thank all of our listeners. Without you guys and gals, there is no Cousins Collectibles podcast. Cousin Tony and I thank you from the bottom of our hearts. So make sure you give us a follow at Cousins underscore Collectibles. And check us out on YouTube every Thursday as we drop a new video. And if you like what you're hearing, spread the gospel of the Cousins. And as always, keep focused, keep positive, and keep collecting. Hey, yo, Tone, bring the beat back.
Thank you.